Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. This is a national health alert from the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one has diabetes, listen closely. Now, regardless of your age, if you have insurance, you may qualify to receive diabetic testing supplies with little to no out-of-pocket costs. Get free delivery, free information, and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers for free. Call the 24-7 Diabetic Health Hotline now for details. But wait, there's more. If you call right now, you could get a free meter upgrade. In addition, we'll give you a free pedometer as our special gift to you. We have knee, back, and other braces available, as well as pharmacy services. Regardless of your age, if you suffer with diabetes and you have insurance, we can help. 888-303-9136-888-303-9136-888-303-9136-That's 888-303-9136 Nobody really needs or wants home security until it's too late. You've heard the statistics about how many burglaries there are per day. You see the news. You know there are people out there that do bad things. The best way to help protect your home and your property is with an ADT monitored system from Protect Your Home, an ADT authorized premier provider. Call right now to get a free wireless home security system valued at $850. An ADT monitored system can help protect your home from fires, theft, floods, and call for emergency help. Call now to find out more about our $850. free wireless home security system and start enjoying the peace of mind of security today. Call 800-561-2351. 800-561-2351. 800-561-2351. This offer is for new customers only. Termination fees apply. $99 customer installation charge and 36-month monitoring agreement required. All for details. License terms and conditions available at secureathome.com. Do you want the best rates on term life insurance? Then remember this number, 800-989-1415. Protect your family with $250,000 or more in term life insurance coverage and save up to 75%. Rates are lower than they have ever been. So now is the best time to protect your family with quality term life insurance. Call now for your free quote, 800-989-1415. We'll shop the top-rated insurance companies to get you the best rates from companies you can count on. So don't wait any longer. Call now for the lowest rates ever and save up to 75%. Even if you have term life insurance, you can always add more coverage. If you don't, have term life insurance protect your family today. The call is free. Call Term Direct now. 800-989-1415. 800-989-1415. 800-989-1415. Welcome, welcome everybody to Blog Talk USA. We are so happy to be here with you on this marvelous Monday. We are still awaiting the arrival of our host who, by the way, won her seat again for city council handily. Uh, I don't know what anybody was ever worried about. 
So Councilwoman Dr. Shirley McKellar. And she'll, I'm sure, be with us shortly. So let me say hello to Arthur Fleming. Hey there. How are you? How you? How you doing? She whooped that yay yay. <laughs> she, she uh, you know, she got stuff going on. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I was looking at the numbers, and I know somebody was saying, oh, she's got she's some competition this time. No. Hard. That's 97% <laughs> thing, wasn't it? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, so, so no problem. Well, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when you're doing the work. <laughs> exactly. You know, you know, people know That's that you're exactly doing the work right. and you're doing it. So, hey, you yep. know. And that little, and that little right. thing they did the last minute on it, that didn't work too good for them. No. <laughs> Yeah, it, it usually does. Or sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> well, well, hopefully, like I said, you know, like I said, she had the biggest turnout and the, and the biggest percentage. So, like I say, so 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 she know how to. So she got. So I think she done figured some math. So maybe we better use that. Um, twenty twenty two. So I'm on what she gonna exactly. say about it, but but uh, <laughs> I think she done learned a few things. And that's oh, a different yeah. time too. So. So yeah, you know, so, so it's a different time period. So, is uh, Mike Cooper on yet? He's not on yet. He's usually oh, in okay. by now, so I I expect he'll be in any minute. So no, it's just oh, you and me yeah, right now. Usually I come in. <laughs> yeah, usually when I, that time I get on, y'all be talking. You know, so yep. I beat Mike on him. <laughs> Well, well, so yep, what do you and, think uh, about so, so what do you think so how do you think Biden did so far? What, what do you think about his job uh, so far? Well, here's the thing. I don't I don't want to um I have a really hard time because I I don't want to just automatically compare him to the last guy because if I did that then no, I'm doing fantastic. No, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. That's, but that's, you know, and I I don't want to do that at all. And oh, here is Michael Cooper, let me open up this line. Mm-hmm. Okay, welcome, Pastor Cooper. Hello, thank you for having me. Absolutely, we're going waiting on my... Dr. McKellar, but uh, Arthur okay. and I are just chit-chatting, so come on in. Awesome, hey brother, Arthur, how y'all doing? Hey, how you doing, sir, how you doing? Doing great. Doing great, glad to hear your voices. Absolutely, so, likewise. Well, Shirley's got them, but the champagne glass is still clinking. That's why she's she, she, she here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to be. They've got to be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's still well, celebrating. Hey, before you came on, I, I was asking uh, Riri about uh, Joe Biden, what kind of job she think he did so far. What we going you know, what you think we're gonna be able to get done? George Floyd Act, you know, uh, Voting Rights Act, right? So, you know, right. but you were saying, but you were saying, uh, yeah. Well, I was saying I, I don't want to. I'm, I'm resisting the knee-jerk reaction that I always feel like having, and automatically just saying, oh, he's great just because of the right. last guy. I don't want to do that right. because when I when I sit and look 
and and you know at what's really going on and what I'm hearing from him and from his press secretary and what I am not hearing from him and his press secretary there are some things that you know they, they do a good job of paying some lip service to some really important things but I want every single day I want to hear pressure being put on Congress and on Democrats and Republicans to pass the George Floyd Act, to pass the John John Lewis Voting Rights Act, Act. to, you know, to put counter pressure on these states that are passing these voter restrictions and still continue to lie about voter fraud. You're right about that. You're right about that. It's, you know, so it's nice for the press secretary to always have a good, you know, head on her shoulders and combat, you know, BS that comes at her and give good information. You know, it's nice that we got the inaugural speech that we got. But, okay, we've been here over 100 years. Well, you know, we action. one of historians. One historian said the other day, but basically one of them, he said, you know, he said, folks focus on the first 100 days after the president gets elected. He said, but he said, but in actuality, it's the second 100 days where the tag is yeah. passed. So, right. So, so, so I ain't going to be like, I mean, like, you know, I heard all the good stuff. Now it's that time. This is where the tag going to get cast. This is where the stuff going to get yeah. done. So, yeah. so, so I'm going to withhold my judgment on it but until I see, you know, he, I mean, they're saying the right stuff. I, I, you know, we need to see it on paper. Right. right. Exactly. I mean, well, and, and and because he has a Congress, he has the Senate, he has yeah, what yeah. Uh, President Obama did not have. Yes, exactly. That's what I was just getting ready to say. You know, we have hard-fought majority across the board, and – it's, Republicans are going to complain and cry and lie and pretend like we're, you know, being mean no matter what we do. Do something. Get some right. stuff done right now because right. they would. They did. They do pass BS bills in the middle of the night. They do, well, you know, yeah. do sneaky things. Let's sneak in some good stuff. <laughs> well, the news media, they doing the same thing. I told you all last time. Same thing mistake they made with Trump. They know the Republicans are a fascist party. They know that they are yes. anti-democratic, and they continue yes. to play like they're anything other than that, like they normal. Yes. Right. It's just giving them more room to do more stupid stuff. And I, you know, and I'm exactly. going, you know, why, you know, why is that? Exactly. Well, well, let's give them something to talk about. That's what I said. Let's let's make some action. Let's make some moves. Let's make some ways, and let's give them something to talk about. You know, we we talk about debt cancellation. You know, why, why is it when you go to the hospital, uh, your copay, they charge it off or put it on your credit uh, or your deductibles? And, and you know, uh, you got people that yeah. go to the hospital, it's $500,000 and $100,000 that they're responsible for. After you pay $1,000, $1,500 a month for insurance, uh, let's get that, that. That shouldn't be on your credit, first of all. You didn't borrow right. that money. The credit is right. something that's borrowed or something owed. So that, that's something that, that's carrying away at your score, and now you can't borrow at, at a good rate for a home. Mortgage loan should be around 1.7%, 1.4%. You're going to end up paying 6 and 7% on a $180,000 mortgage. Uh, a car mm-hmm. loan, uh, max rate for a pre-owned vehicle is 26%, plus roll loan, a 12.2%, whatever that is, puts you up about 27 
uh, credit card debt. I mean, let's cancel. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's start over and, and let's get to the point where we have some free money to spend into our economy. Right. So Mike, it begs the question. Mike, it begs the question. Uh, America, do, 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 do the people own America or do America own the people? Right. Right. Yeah. America, America, America don't even own the people. America, America don't even own the people. You know, people. them the corporations own yeah. the people. Ada Kira, Ada Kira, dear white people, uh, this is what slavery felt like. You see what I'm saying? You know, y'all, mm-hmm. you know, this is what, you know, I mean, y'all living in the good slave houses, but you're still a slave. And, you know, and you're yeah. giving away all our rights because you're comfortable. And I'm just saying that, you know, right. you, you know you're comfortable now, but then I mean you're going to be comfortable later. So I'm just saying that, uh, right. you know, that's why we need right. to be, you know, uh, uh, pro-democratic, uh, you know, and we need to, you know, label them just for what they are. You know, yeah. if you want to call them a fascist, then call them anti-democratic, uh, undemocratic, or anti-democratic. Right. You know, right. uh, you, you know well, they don't like the word democratic because it's too close to democrat. They don't like being democratic. Right. They don't want to be democratic, and that's the reason why Trump wanted yeah, to be. You're uh, right about that. You're uh, right the, about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. What's well, what call them? No, we call them Russian Republicans. Well, okay. I, you now go. you're going where I was going because uh, uh, Putin has now been the president for been the. Uh, the, the, uh, what well, they, they want to call whatever. Well, the they rule. love Putin. They love Putin. Yeah, yeah. Love but seven, but he's had oh, seven-term yeah. president. He's had seven presidents now, and so and that's what mm-hmm. they, that's what Trump wants over here. He wants to be around for. Mm-hmm. He wants to be like the queen. He wants to be a king. He, well, he now, wants to be a ruler yeah. until he dies. We don't waste no time talking about Trump now because see, like I say, he gone and uh, he ain't coming no, back. I, uh, what, 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 and, when I say that though, but that's the theme they want. It's not just him. They finally found someone yeah, that would scream well, their theme. Well, right. I, you know what? I, I, you know, somebody said one time, you know that, you know, when you're here, you want ice water. Hey, don't mean you're gonna get it. Right, right. Yeah. So what I'm saying, I'm saying, saying is, we, we have our hand on the wheel. We have to get some things passed. We, and, and I hear, I hear, a moments of greatness from uh, President Biden, and then it goes away. And, and like you said, Miss Rihanna, it, it falls on deaf ears when when he's talking about uh, college debt. Uh, 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 and all these things, when he's going to change the credit bureau, the way that it's – and my, my background is in business, and, and I've dealt with the credit bureau all my life, TRW, Experian, um, Equifax, all these people, the way that they report, the way that they, they hit your credit, the way that when someone inquires upon your credit, which is crazy because now you're looking for debt, mm-hmm. but then they send up red flags because of the fact that you you shopping around, mm-hmm. looking at yeah, 10, 12 yeah. different places. Yeah, yeah, it's catch twenty two. So you're trying to get the best rate and best thing for you, and every it, time somebody inquires, it is called a cash system. It's called yeah. a cash system. You know, once yeah, you're in yeah, that absolutely. system, then you know, like, like again, like you know, the, you know, debt system. That's part of the cash system. Right. So if you enter, so if you're in a place where you got to use your debt, then you know, you you know, hey, you know, you limited on how you can go. And like you say, if you if you if you if you if you get too many people checking on your Credit at, at too many times, uh, you lose points. They should right. make title loans illegal and wipe that debt clear and, and start afresh. Because the only thing you're doing is maxing out someone's uh, debt, and and they're worse off than when they were before they went and borrowed a thousand dollars. Because now right. on top of that thousand dollars they borrow, there's twenty eight percent they're paying back. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, well, like them payday loans, folks. Yeah, payday loans, all that stuff. Yeah, and pay loan we just people, went through all that four stuff, years of 
of them dismantling the Consumer um, Protection Bureau that was so hard America on us. Yep. Right. Well, and and the proof is in the pudding because, you know, every time you turn on the news, like cable news in particular, you know, well, we're going to – we're going to talk about both sides. First of all, the false equivalency, you know, of, of the Republican, you know, talking points versus the Democratic talking points on, uh, you know, for paid maternity leave, for example. Um, you know, and then they have some sort of a, I guess they're calling it a debate. You know, let's let's look at the at both sides of this this issue, and it's the way that they frame it. Is just it's ridiculous because well, first of yeah. all, eighty-seven percent of Americans want it. Second of all, uh, in you know, if we pay taxes, we should get services and goods <laughs> for you know, uh, clean but, streets. But you, but you don't have corporate and, power. You don't have corporate power though. You don't exactly. Have power. Exactly. Corporations are corporations are people too, my friends. Remember that's Mitt right. Romney. That's right. Uh, they're people exactly. too, my friend. And so, and so, and so, these people in these corporations is like slave owners. Yeah. And they feel like they got a right. So, they have a right, a privilege, a right mm-hmm. to get all the money. Right. That's right. Well, they we, like you know, dirty. and they know good and well. We that they can't buy enough stuff to make the economy jump if they got all the money. Right. If you got all the money, you already right. got everything you need. You ain't gonna go buy no hamburger. Okay, exactly. none of that. And well, so, you know, you know, so ridiculous. And then they tell you it's going to trickle down. We still wait there. Yeah. It, it didn't work. It, it didn't work in 89. It's not working now. You, you know, uh, nope. uh, U.S. Congresswoman uh, Sheila Jackson Lee was talking about, you know, a conversation the H.R. Party, uh, reparations. Well, that same conversation is a conversation we need to have all for American people because of the fact that debt is strangling us, and, and, and we've got to get out of it. And, you know, right. and you go back to historical Bible, uh, Old Testament, every seven years, there, there was uh, debt forgiveness, loan forgiveness, in order to give people a fresh start. And, uh, you know, everyone's trying, no one's trying to get into debt and be overwhelmed. I, I mean, you, you, suicide is, rate is higher now than it's ever been before. Uh, right. That was a family in Houston, Texas, uh, Asian Americans, uh, two brothers decided that by January from last year to this year, if they didn't do better, and their businesses, they were going to uh, kill all of their family members and themselves. Well, they carried on through that. Well, I believe that there's mm-hmm. more than uh, two families out there like that. It's just that they're they're not physically dead, but they're spiritually dead and emotionally dead and spun. So right. Uh, right. That, that, that's not helping America, and that's not helping us uh, get back on our feet. So I'm saying that we have a Congress, we have a Senate now with a uh, vice president that has the uh, – Ability to break a tie, so I, I, I'm not apologizing, and I think, uh, and I'm going to say it. I think President Biden is wrong for going around trying to get everybody excited about the fact that he, he means well and he wants them to get on board. They're not right. going to get on board. They're not going to be excited about that. They're not. So let's right. do our work and stay home well, and do what we need to do. Yeah. Well, I'm optimistic. Well, I'm going to be optimistic because I know what we can do if we go ahead and do it. So That's what I'm saying. I know I, I, we say the same thing. I'm saying yeah, it's going you know, to we control it, what we can do. Tour. So we need to just do, yeah. Everybody just do what you're going to do. Uh, do what you're going to do. And then let's just see what yeah. happens. Well, what I'm saying though is that now they have a bus or something going around, 
and, and trying to get everybody excited about the things that he wants to do and is going to do. Well, I think that's going to be a waste of 100 days. Like somebody said earlier, I think it's you, uh, Brother Arthur. That's no, the, I want to see the second hundred days. Mike, tell what he's doing. Tell what he's doing because, see, they capitalize it on the mistakes that were made when Obama was there. They passed all that stuff, and then they didn't even go out and explain it, promote right. it. They right. do none of that. They do none of that. And then Republicans right. clubbed them across the head. And so what they're doing, yeah. and again, it's part of the second 100 days I'm telling you about, learn from that, which is what they better do. They better go out and market it, let yeah. folks know what they're doing, because if they don't, Republicans, Republicans went home, and they was bragging on the stuff they voted against. Yeah. So them people yeah. that they was talking to, they so gullible that they were thinking, you know, unless unless Joe and them go around and tell them, they're going to think Republicans voted for it. Let me say what they're right. doing. So that's why they're going and doing it. So they ain't just out there wasting their time, I'm telling you. That's what they better do. If you put something in place, you have to explain it. If you don't explain yeah. it, then then the opposition going to explain but, it. But they haven't put, they, they put a whole bunch in place yet, like uh, Mr. Rihanna said. We need right. to put some stuff in place, right. and they're going to explain that. Right. right now, they're going out saying this is what we're going to do, and this is what we want to do, and we want you guys to buy in on it. Well, I'm watching right now on, on news that the, the Republicans are fighting with Trump and, and fighting for their party right now, trying to talk about history and rewrite history and, and because yeah. uh, uh, uh what they're doing, you know. So so I, I'm saying that we need to do something, then let's talk about what we did, and then uh, uh, talk about how well it, it, it went for everybody. And as the numbers start changing in, in, in the GDP, gross domestic product, and how, how the numbers start changing. Because right now, there are some issues. I'm in a, uh, I'm in a field right now that's being affected, and also uh, cellular phones, uh, televisions, and laptops. These chips were burned in the warehouse, and now your automotive industry is going to suffer because uh, of not being prepared. And this was done from last year. Well, you know, the COVID, automotive uh, industry, y'all going to go through a whole change anyway behind electric cars, ain't you? Uh, oh, absolutely. Well, General Motors already done it. Uh, and that's the yeah, so you know, y'all going to change up anyway. Yes, y'all going right, to have some problems. I mean, y'all going to do the thing anyway, huh? But even with the battery, though, even with the uh, the, the battery cell, cell battery, that, that's fine. But there's still a chip that's in the dash of every car that General Motors, Ford, Toyota, Honda, uh they're all going to be in trouble, and it's going to hurt the economy. So somebody's going to have to start paying attention to that. That's oh, the reason wow. why. Uh, yeah, Joe, uh, uh, President Joe Biden was vice president back then, and he's in charge of the bailout. And he bailed out Chrysler and uh, uh, General Motors, whereas Toyota and Ford didn't need the bailout. Right, but they were, yeah. they were right to keep that economy going. Hey, 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 I want to compare. I want to compare Abbott. Okay, because I say this all the time to you. You notice that every time Abbott do something down there, say he go to Tyler and hold a big press conference and sign it. Okay, that's marketing. I miss mean, him. That's him telling people what he done. But he's doing. But no, so right. no, he he's did. Doing something. I'm saying this marketing. Yeah, yeah. What and we're so doing. I'm just saying that, and I'm saying that on a larger scale, you know, on the, you know, on the big political scene, you know, we're in a whole new area of communication. Of attitudes. Right. I mean, shoot, man. I mean, you know, I, I mean, heck, you know, you can be, you know, child molester stuff and then it don't affect your political career. So we're in a whole new space, yeah. what I'm trying to tell you. It's like hand-to-hand right. combat. It ain't like, right. it ain't like, it ain't, because I'm telling you, it, it's just, and it's just like this. You know, uh, you know, just like the hamburger thing with Biden. 
right? Somebody said you couldn't have a hamburger. Yeah, I mean, it's that simple. So, so you put something out on that level. If you don't go out and defend it, and 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 I, I'm, I'm okay it, with that, I'm but I'm, you, I'm saying put something out and, and then go out and defend it. I, I think with this administration, I think the question was, and I think Ms. Rihanna was trying to be true to a statement, not just be true to a party. And she said she was going to judge and look at and take her time and look at and analyze it. I'm saying okay. I'm doing the same thing. And in order to go out and say that you want to promote what you want to do and going to do, I'm saying you now right. own Congress and you, you, you're even in yeah. the Senate and you have a tiebreaker with the Vice President Kamala Harris is that let's go do something, then let's go celebrate and talk about what we've done and then bring back the numbers and say this is how we affected change. This is how change change came mm-hmm. about. So, yeah, you're in agreement, and, yes, let's yeah. go advertising and celebrate it. But I'm saying let's go do something. Let's do it now. Yeah. All I'm saying. Yeah. Do something. And now's the, now's the time to do it. It's the perfect time to do it. Yes. And on, on uh, Arthur's point with the messaging, there's never been a, a more ripe time for us to really get our messaging right, get our right. messaging right, explaining these things, get these things done, go out and celebrate these things. They did not celebrate right. the Affordable Care Act at all. They didn't explain sure it. Sure did like you said. That's why they got so drummed out of office. That's right, with death panels. Right. And, you know, right now Republicans are talking about Snow White and critical race theory being the real racism. You know, all this nonsense. Just utter and And then what's that nonsense they did? What's one they, oh, they did Hamburg on Biden? Which one they do on Kamala Harris? He did a stupid one on her, too. I forget what it was. It was something real stupid. Oh, because was she, was, she went to a bakery instead of the border. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, well, I don't know. Oh, and you know, her book. She was handing out her yeah, book. Yeah, so, you know, it's crazy out there. Yeah, it's crazy out there. you got to put on a full armor now. You go out there. Right. Yeah, I mean, this is really, stupid stuff. really the stuff that they are talking about. Like, you know, these are the critical issues that all Americans care about right now. Hamburgers and the, yeah. you know, Kamala Harris' book. A <laughs> you know, so it's like we've got I missed all the extra He had yeah, a hamburger? Tape. Oh, he's going to ban our hamburger. They were saying in order to get the, you know, where they say, you know, cows, they say cows poop a lot and they cause gas, greenhouse gases. So if you didn't eat many hamburgers, you wouldn't have cows pooping as much, so you wouldn't have much greenhouse gas. Oh, I heard that for you. This is nothing Joe Biden did. Everybody eat one hamburger a month, (laughs) then that'll reduce greenhouse (laughs) Greenhouse gas because the cows poop. Yeah. 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 So because the study came out, that means that President Biden and the Democrats are going to ban hamburgers. This was a Fox News story yeah. for a whole weekend. Yeah. So if they do yeah. climate change, you you can only eat one hamburger a month. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard. I heard that about six months ago. I I, I was wondering what they're trying to push. It's stuff. I mean, this really it's ridiculous, is, man. You know, they're they're trying to win back the the House and the Senate. Using these, these really are the issues uh, that they've decided yeah, you know. are going to take up space in their heads. Now is the time. Get you know we 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 hear what you have lined up. Now let's get this stuff done just the same way Republicans would do it. They would do it with horrible bills. Let's do it with some really good bills that have been ready to go for a long time. Let's get it done and then let's go out there and talk about it. In a way that, right. that, you know, most Americans agree with all of these policies. Let's talk. here we go. 
We did it. Hey, let's go to Kentucky for a minute since that's where you at. Hey, let's go to Kentucky for a minute. Mm-hmm. I, hear the, uh, I hear that the Justice Department going to come in and, and, and uh, do something out there with y'all's uh, police department. That's right. Louisville police, police department. Police department. department. They're under investigation. Yeah, that's that exactly bit. right. Yeah, tell us about that a little bit. Well, let me pull up. I actually just pulled up an article on this a little while ago. Let me get that back up and see who announced they say they that. Wel- they, they, they say they welcome uh, the Justice Department to come in. Cause they say they want to be better. Oh, really? They yeah, always they All those police departments <laughs> say things like that, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> I want to be better. Well, they do what you said, Austin. They're promoting themselves. They're promoting what they want to be, but they hadn't done anything. Exactly. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying do something, and then go tell me what you did and how it affects the change. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah, want yeah. somebody to move and move right now. Because watch this. Yeah. Okay. The reason why I'm pushing for governor is just like last week. I was at the Capitol maybe three or four times. I'm just saying, and I was pushing change on the outside. And what I was talking about on the outside it happened up as conversations on the inside of the chamber. So that's what I'm looking for. So imagine if I become the governor of Texas, I'm inside the chambers, and we're going to make some changes. I'm going to be down. I'm telling you, canvassing the people that's down there. I'm there for the people. We're going to be talking to every senator, every uh, Texas senator, every representative, letting them know that we need to make Texas better than what it is right now. You don't have Wi-Fi in all the rural areas. Urban kids don't have Wi-Fi. We have brown water in Dallas. We have brown water in Beaumont, Texas. We have brown water now, in Houston, things, Texas. Now, are those things going to be at your table? Or who, 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 how are you going to fit all the things in? Are those things going to be at your table? They're on the menu, and our menu is digital, baby. So we can, we have very – Oh, they're on the menu. Okay. They're on the menu. They're on the menu at the and table. Once you become we, double, you put the them table. on the table. You, 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 you bring them to the table once you become double. On the to menu. the table, on the menu. And we've already made some they're changes on the menu. outside the table. They're on the menu, and it's a digital menu, so we can add to it as needed. We can amend the menu. It's like we had the, uh, uh, the Constitution, and there were things that were amended, but we're going to amend the menu as we find out these things and these issues. All right, all right. Yes, sir. Oh, hey, hey, you got that stuff down? You, you got the stuff in Kentucky about y'all's police department check? Yeah, I was buying the yeah, time. Okay. I was yeah. The um, Department of Justice Attorney General Merrick Garland announced on April 26th that the Department of Justice has opened a pattern or practice investigation into the Louisville Jefferson County Metro Government uh, and Louisville Metro Police Department. The investigation will assess all types of force used by LMPD officers including use of force on individuals with behavioral health disabilities or individuals engaged in activities protected by the First Amendment. The investigation will assess whether LMPD engages in uh, discriminatory policing and also whether it conducts unreasonable stops, searches, seizures, and arrests, both during patrol activities and in obtaining and executing search warrants for private homes. This investigation will include a comprehensive review of LMPD policies, training, and supervision, as well as systems of accountability, including misconduct, complaint intake, investigation review, disposition, and discipline. And it says there are approximately 800,000 federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies in this country. In each one, dedicated officers put themselves in harm's way to protect others. 
said Attorney General Garland, promoting public trust between communities and law enforcement is essential to making both communities and policing safer. Our enforcement efforts, as well as our grant making and other support, will continue to achieving that end and protecting the civil rights of everyone in our country. So the mm. uh, Department of Justice officials informed our mayor um, and the LMPD chief uh, and the county attorney, Mike O'Connell, uh, of this investigation. And um, as part of the investigation, the Department of Justice will reach out to community groups and members of the pu public to learn about their experiences with LMPD. And already, mm -hmm. I do know that there are a couple of groups, um, different activist groups, who have offered um, community help in filing uh, Louisville Metro Police Department complaints because I know part of the the problem that has been reported is that it's really difficult, uh, <laughs> much like a lot of other police departments, it's really difficult to make a complaint. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you kind of you get the runaround. So there are a couple of groups who have offered uh, help in navigating uh, people's way and providing uh, legal advocates and um, other help. You know, maybe there are people mm -hmm. uh, where, who have literacy issues who get the runaround you know and never what, get you, to file their complaints. You know so, what, an yeah, there's lots of groups out there. The, the NWCP, we need to do a better job of just that, you know, of, uh, the, uh, you know, uh, uh, educating folks on how to file file a police complaint wherever they at, and and because I get these calls all the time, and I have to explain yeah. to them, they say, well, they say, well, uh, you know, well, I told them, I say, yeah, but that's not a complaint. You have to actually write it out. Well, you would have to. Talk. I said, no. I said, you use your own paper and write out your complaint. Use your right. own paper. Write it out, and then find out where to send it to. You know, and most folks think they have to. The police have to fill it out for them. No, and I tell no. them I said no. You go to I said, what he writes up about the incident. Yeah, that's what he writes up about the incident. Uh, it may not have nothing to do with you. You know the way he might write it up. Yeah. So and, and so unless you come file a complaint, actually, actually complaint yourself, then you know he not because he don't represent you. He ain't trying to represent you. Right. So that's what you have to understand. You know when you have you have, have incidents. So, uh, you know, right. and, and you need to know how to file a complaint, you know, whether it be on the police or just to file a complaint. You know, most folks mm -hmm. don't know they have a right to file a complaint. And so the police come out, right. they adjudicate the whole thing based on what they see or what they feel like it ought to be. So, they, you know, depending on who it is, right. they just cover it up or whatever. So that's kind of yeah. how it works. Well, and, and by the way, out there, everybody, just in general, uh, there's a lot to be said for uh, what is it called Con contemporaneous note taking. Document every oh, single thing in yeah, real everything. time. Look how it turned out for Jim Comey. <laughs> I mean, those notes became quite important um, mm -hmm. that, that were taken in real time. Just any anything that you feel is noteworthy, make a physical note of it and put a date on it. It actually, you know, it's. Not the same as a formal complaint, but it's right. always worth doing that to enhance a formal complaint. Uh, you, it's worth you, something. You know, we, we, one thing I tell you about formal complaints is I say, look, I say, if you got a complaint, you need to write it out first. I say, I say, because when you call, I say a lot of yeah. times when you call, when you call and complain and it's not written out, then all you've done is alerted somebody to kind of do whatever they need to do to make you look bad or whatever. Yeah. 
I say so. You have to write it up and then send it to them and then call them after you send it to them. Then y'all can talk about your complaint. But you call me first. And a lot of times you're frazzled, you know, and upset if you have a complaint to file. If you just call right in that moment, they really, unfortunately, too, way too often, they take advantage of if you're jumbling your words, if you're not making right. a whole lot of sense because you haven't thought it out in your head because you're so shocked that it just happened to you, and you're appalled and you can't believe what has just happened. You know, they take advantage of that stuff and twist things around and, you know, so, yeah, Mr. Uh, Arthur, well, exactly right. if you well, write it all out. Well, well, what I tell people is this, uh, if, you know, anything that happens to you, anything that happens to you, uh, there's either a law or there's a, there's a, a, a rule book or there's a pamphlet or there's a manual. There's something that governs that area of behavior. Yes. So if That's something right. happens, you need to figure out what that is. And like you said, yeah. uh, or keep extraneous notes, you know, keep your notes, uh, you know, keep, you know, you know, you know everything. And then, yeah. and then that way, when you go do your complaint, you know, you'll be timely. And again, remember, uh, mm-hmm. write your complaint out, send it to them first, and then call them. Don't call them and tell them mm-hmm. you're going to complain. Yeah. Because if you do that, then you just, you know, yeah, they start right. fixing up something to get rid of you, depending on who you're calling them. Right. 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 Yeah, because I think we have now established as a <laughs> as a group of people here in America. Hopefully, we're, we've established or we're well on our way to establishing this whole thing is not about a few bad apples. This is a systemic problem, head to toe. It's a bad system. So, <laughs> yeah. this is not yeah. about bad apples. <laughs> well, you know, I tell folks, it's not. You know, you know, every time I hear them say a few bad apples, I just want to go get them. But anyway. And you know what I try to tell folks is this: no, no, it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of bad, it's it's a lot of, it's a lot of police officers doing bad things. Not every day, yeah. but you see, I mean, a policeman is here. So if they do like, if he them do one bad thing during right. the year, that's a lot of bad things. And there's a whole so, lot of them you know, working so the other way you know, while those bad things are being done. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And yes, so you know, so, so you know, you know, when I hear that, uh, a few bad apples, mm-hmm. I'm going, no, the the, the system, the, no. the barrel, the system is the barrel. It's rotten. The barrel is rotten. Yes. And so anything yes. that go in it is going to be rotten too. I'm just saying. Yes. And we can't be surprised that it's rotten because these laws and all of this stuff is written by fathers of the country, think about what you just said. Yeah. As the fathers of the country. Yeah. It was it was white yeah. male. And so they didn't mm-hmm. have women in in mind. They didn't have right. uh slaves in mind. They didn't have free right. slaves in mind. They didn't have blacks and Hispanics in mind. They had these laws was written for them. They weren't written Literally for the good old boys network. <laughs> But that's yeah. why we got them amendments yeah. you were talking about. Remember them amendments you were talking about? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's why we need the 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th Amendment. We need we need those mm-hmm. things, but we need to continue to amend. And, and we're going to bring those to the yeah. table with us. And we're going to be a digital menu. Like I said, we're going to add on to it. We're going to work with the food deserts, and we're going to come inside and make these big corporations that hand all these tax breaks and stuff. And we're going to make them so money back into, seed, back into the communities that they've stolen from. Mm-hmm. You can't come in here and take the money from our people right. and then escape with it. 
No, you have to sew back into right. it. We have all right here in Southeast Texas. Uh, Dr. McKellar always talking about uh, how we have the prison systems down here. And, and what makes me upset is that uh, everywhere where the uh, prisons are, they 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 call the roads uh, like uh, Martin Luther King Drive. You go all the way down there, uh, right? Uh, and there's right. a prison system, on, you know. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. All the roads is named after the, the yeah, American they kind of people. Like there's that, a prison like, system. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this is bad. Yeah, this is bad putting yeah. a voting uh, a precinct at the juvenile detention uh, a juvenile uh-huh. detention. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. acting appalled. You know, you stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff like, like well, that. We want to make know. y'all feel secure. Yeah, we're gonna send you right. to juvenile right. detention. Yeah, center. really, really, you yeah. know. Uh, you know, one of the anyway, one of the pro- it might it might one of the problems we got right mm-hmm. now is uh, you know is that they tend to want to make us feel so secure that every time we turn around, they're one of them is doing, you know, doing something they ain't got no business because they, cause they yeah. scared of us. And, and, you know, we're going, if you just leave us alone, you'd be surprised yeah. how much crime would go down. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Karen's gone wild. You know I'm saying? I'm just saying. Well, Yep. Uh, have y'all heard that I think a couple pieces of the bill from the George Floyd Act passed through again today, uh, the Representative Thompson in the Capitol. Uh, she was one of the authors of the bill. She was celebrating. I think two pieces got passed today. Or what in the Senate? Oh, wow. Let me look, I'll look that up. Yeah, see, somebody see, in the Senate that that in Texas. That's in Texas. In Texas. Oh, oh okay. Texas. At the state level. Okay, and they did. Oh, state okay. Let's say it again now. Oh, you're talking about Texas. Uh, two pieces of the bill from George Floyd. You know, they've been tearing it apart and, and passing little pieces at a time. But there's two cru- crucial pieces that were passed today, and I don't have uh, in, in front of me. Maybe Miss Rihanna can find it. Uh, or maybe I can look on Miss Thompson's page. Uh, Sophrenia. Was it Chocos? She was the author. Choco. They take Chocos off. I think it's something here in Texas. Let's see. I knew I should have done a screenshot. I was moving fast. Anyway, okay. Well, well, hey, well, well, okay. Well, well, we'll definitely uh, try to. Uh, is it raining down there where y'all at? Is, is it raining down there where you're at in, in Beaumont? No, no, it's I, I don't. Think, yeah. It's raining down there. Congratulations, State Representative uh, Thompson, for passage of a key component of the George Floyd Act. It's a key component. Component uh, as a component component of the George Floyd Act, House Bill 829, Disciplinary Matrix, passed the House 100 to 28. Three of oh, okay. the six components, huh? Yeah. Three of the six components were passed, HB 829, HB 830, and HB 834 on yesterday. Congratulations. Uh, Representative Symphonia Thompson, she was author of that. Uh, well-deserved victory. Uh, we look forward to more. So uh, those crucial Parts of that bill passed today. Okay. okay. So what about like the rest of it? What? What the rest of it? No, I think she's googling. She's looking it up. Well, oh. I, I was seeing that um, the Senate unanimously approved two bills to require officers to intervene if another is go. using illegal force and yeah, instruct officers see, to see something, provide. Something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Officers to provide first aid and call ambulances for injured people. It's amazing that that wasn't already a thing. I know, I know. I got it all. Oh, they really raised the pain, but thank you anyway. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 
just wow. Well, uh, the upper chamber passed century. a bill. Chokeholds. I also thought that okay, was a federal uh, okay. thing, but I guess not. Okay, okay. Well, it was actually okay, trained. The chokehold was a training. That was a training. Oh, my. Was a procedure that's tra- yeah, that was a training. And, and watch this. As we met with our local officers, there were still some training officers that said that it's necessary still to this day. After the, They said, well, it's designed <laughs> for a two-second, three-second tap the knee to the head to control the rest of the body because if you had a guy that's a, a, a great size, uh, he, it's hard for him to be uh, restrained, even if he's just doing a passive <sighs> resistance. He said, because uh, how difficult it is. And they even used the example where if I'll take two of you average guys and you try to restrain me, and, and this is an officer telling us this. If you try to restrain, there's no way you can even get me to unclutch my fist. Uh, so we need that technique to try. I said, excuse me? And that's when I, I, I stood up in this meeting I was in. I said, well, uh-uh. you know, until we get a law, I'm going to tell you, you, you all were ceasing to assist from doing this. And we finally got a written letter from the chief of police that agreed with me and, and our group that was wow. there, NAACP, hurting black men, and a few other folks in the room, uh, civil, uh, civil rights leader. And uh, it's a shame that, you know, they still believe that that's a technique that is needed. They said, well, he just was on his neck too long. But you need that to control. You control the head, you control the body. That's that's the that's left over. That's that mentality from the slave patrols, man. Yeah. That's just all that. That's just an attitude that came through from a long time ago that's still with us. That's all that is. That ain't nothing but an attitude right. you uh-huh. just described. That's the attitude. Right. That ain't that's yeah, because ain't next. That's what we're dealing with. Because he cannot explain why he needs can... to do that. He can't explain why he needs to do that. Right. Right. Well, no, he can't explain it because he knows he's lying. I can think of three pressure points that can that control you from the head, right around the neck area. I've taken right. safe body, uh, safe physical management classes for my whole right. teaching career in special ed. Yeah, I worked juvenile detention for you, ten years. I, I yeah, exactly. So I took trainers too. Yeah, I took some training. So, yeah. so I know they uh, lie. You learn. You learn how dangerous it is to choke somebody. You learn yeah. that you don't ever. No, you know, we didn't teach you. Yeah, we didn't even teach Choco. No, I mean, of course not, because it's, it'll kill you. It'll kill a person, yeah. but there's yeah. pressure points. Yeah, yeah, there's all that. kinds of pressure points if you need to control somebody. This is just like when, you know, when they first started showing cops on TV and, oh, well, this guy's on PCP. Everybody was on PCP if a cop was getting ready right. to beat the crap out of them. But, you know, so I've never met anybody who's, <laughs> who's seen PCP. <laughs> It was just an excuse right. to beat the crap out of people who were running because they were scared. I mean, it, this is the right. same you know, kind of a, thing. Oh, well, you got to choke them. you got to just choke them. Hey, <laughs> I had a, uh, you know, my teacher, during my teaching junior high, I had a, we had a, on career day, we had a, had a black policeman, uh, you know, that you know, spoke to the class. You know, big dude, you know, he, I think he's like a corporal or sergeant or something like that. Anyway, he, mm-hmm. anyway, he was telling the kids, you, know, you, you tell the kids about police stuff. And then he told him, he said, look, and this, this is what he said to the kid. He said, look, he said, now I'm going to tell you, you know, if I, if I tell you to stop, just stop. Because if I got to run and catch you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He said, because if yeah. I got to run and catch you, so he just made my well, You're just shot in the back. <laughs> you're yeah, you're just shot in the back. So oh, yeah. So, yeah. so, uh, so, so I've been what I'm saying is that that too, 
Let me say this. That too is a attitude left off on the slave patrol. He's yeah. black, but he still yeah. got it. Is all I'm trying to say about that. Right. Right. I mean, it's that that mentality that you have. You know, that you have a license to do anything and everything that you need to do to get someone else's body in under your control. I mean, exactly. It, you know, it's. It's that and mentality. You bump yeah. your head against the sidewalk, then I'm sorry about that, but that's what I had to do. Yeah. Well, you know, you I, I was trained part time jobs going to college, you know, back in the uh, early 80s, late 80s, uh, was security. And they trained us two, two moves that, that were very crucial to my survival, me surviving those lockup moments and, and MHMR moments, those dealing with mental illness uh, patients. Because after a while, you do have to kind of restrain them, not hurt themselves, mm-hmm. not to hurt the nurses, not to hurt you. Mm-hmm. So uh, I have Nelson. It's plenty. I never even needed the full Nelson to take someone down. He's right. And, uh, right. And we sedated them, and we were done. It was over. Mm-hmm. No bruises. No one got hurt. I mean, you know, right. their techniques to, to get a big guy down even. And if you're, I see where, uh, if you're, I see where the FBI uh, uh, shot and killed Kill some guy that was trying to get into the CIA, uh, was trying to drive into the CIA area. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did he yeah, have he a team? No, no, he didn't. Like I said, he's dead now. Now, yeah. see, uh, well, again, I'm not going to go back to that, to that, but, 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 but that, but that whole thing on January 6th, mm-mm, it would have been a bunch of dead black people that day. I'm telling you. <laughs> Well, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, there have been a couple of white senators who have said as much. Yeah, right, exactly. Because they know it's yeah. true. Acknowledge <laughs> that. Yeah, they know it's true. And yeah, they know it's true. everybody, Dr. McKellar is on with us. I'm sorry, Dr. McKellar. I just, or excuse me, newly and handily and easily elected second term <laughs> uh, councilwoman. Good evening, <laughs> everybody. How are well, you guys doing? I'm just enjoying. I'm just enjoying the show. I tell you, I had church yeah. tonight, so I'm I'm in now. So how's everybody yeah. doing? Congratulations. Great. Congratulations. Thank you. Yes. Thank Congratulations. You. I heard that. I heard that whooping way up here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> Congratulations. Dr. Hagney hey. also. Well, well let, let me. Oh, Dr. Hagney's in there too. Good evening, Dr. Hagney. Yes. Congratulations, Dr. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Let me. Let me just. Can I take this moment to just thank all sure. of those great constituents out there in District Three. Uh, here in Smith County, Tyler, Texas, uh, for getting out there. They spoke, and they spoke really loudly. And so wow. I appreciate them, and I want them to know that I am speaking loudly back to them, that my boots are on the ground, and I will continue to work as hard as I possibly can uh, to make sure that all the things that we need in District 3, that that would come to fruition. So I thank them so very, very much, and thank that the, the Texas Democratic Party, I think, uh, that joined in the, the Texas Coalition of Black Democrats, I should say, strike that first part that I said. The Texas Coalition of Black Democrats, our uh, chairperson attorney at Carole Robinson, who did some amazing work for us, did some um, some robocalls and, and some advertisements so that we could advertise on one of our radio shows. And, and then we, we, we paid some of these youngsters a really fast feet uh, to get out there to put door hangers out on the doors throughout, and I had people calling me and saying, what can I do to help? Please let us help. 
And uh, so we just thank everybody, the Black Voters Matter, a group who helped us to uh, to register people and get them uh, to the polls and tell them how important it was for us to actually cast our voice, our vote. And so everything just worked out beautifully. So we came up with 1,345 votes, almost Ooh. more than everybody that was on that ballot put together. So District 3 spoke loudly, very, very loudly. And so I thank Pastor Cooper for coming down and, and being a party. We had a caravan on Saturday morning. He and his staff came down. And they they stayed for the party in the afternoon. And, of course, I know Pastor Cooper had to get back to Beaumont because yes. I think he had a mayor that stepped down or something. People are yes. stepping down. They're stepping yes. down mm-hmm. from positions. And so I, it, it, but I, I just wanted to take that moment. And then if I could share a little something about what's going on in East Texas, if you guys would allow me to do that. Sure, please. So we, we, we have a county chair here in, uh, in East Texas. Um, well, let me back up. We know we all heard uh, the speech that was given by uh, our senator, United States Senator uh, Tim Scott. We all heard that speech. And so uh, he talked about that America was not a racist country and so forth. We all remember the speech and everything. And then so fast forward. So on today, we had a county chair out of Lamar County. I won't call his name. I just say where he's from. And uh, and he said that um, Tim Scott was an Oreo. Has anybody ever heard that term Oreo? What yes. that means? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So, yes. Okay. As a matter of fact, I got, so, some, I got some right now. I got some right now in my cookie jar. <laughs> do, oh, do okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, it's a good, it's, it's a good cookie. But, uh, <laughs> but at any rate, uh, so, so he, he said that today he said that he was an Oreo. So that didn't stay in East Texas. It got all around Texas, and Greg Abbott called for his resignation. Now, this uh, county chair is a Caucasian gentleman, and so what oh. I said is that that there are some things that Caucasians can't say. There are some things that black people yeah. can't say. Uh, he refused to, uh, to to apologize, or he didn't apologize. So Greg Abbott calls called for his resignation. He stepped right in there. I thought that was very, very interesting that the governor made himself a part of this and told him to resign his position as county chair. Now, is he a Democrat or Republican county, Demo- county chair? Is he a Democrat or Republican county chair? He's a Democrat. He's a Democrat. We're only talking about There's no, no way we're Abbott. We're talking about Democrats. We're only talking about. Oh, so trying to get some Abbott publicity. object to Republican racism? No, only only if a Democrat. <laughs> only if it's a Democrat. Yeah, yeah. This is the Texas Texas Democratic Party. This is the the uh, county one of the county chairs oh, okay. yeah, in the okay. Texas Democratic yeah. Party. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe he ain't gonna have so. some competition. He's trying to get him you know get him some black street cred. <laughs> so I so I, I so I wanted uh, Pastor Cooper to to know about that, and I don't know if it has made national news, uh, but it made. And then the Smith County Democratic uh, Elections Administrator, who's only been in that position for three months, resigned today. So we got a lot yeah, of action going that. on here. <laughs> you heard about that? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, 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 we, yes. yeah. We got a lot of action going on here in East Texas. So, so why they resign? Why they resign though? 
I have no idea. I have no idea. She just she took the position three to three months ago. Yeah, so that's that's what's going on in our world. Lots of action going on down here, but um, there we are. So well, you, you're right. There's lots, lots of think. action. Lots of action. And uh, let me tell you something. That four-hour parade that that your team led on Saturday. But let me tell you uh, about uh, Smith County, Tyler, Texas. They love mm-hmm. the Honorable Doctor Shirley McKellar. Because when they oh. found out she was in the car in the parade, they would yell, yell, scream, and shout her name and run up to the car and thank her for her service. Now, I'm telling you this because uh, most people say, well, give me my flowers while I yet live. And living she is. So these are her flowers that her people are giving back to her. And they showed up loud and proud at the post. I, I'm telling you what I heard from with my own ears. But I put my windows <laughs> down just to hear the conversations. And men yeah. and women alike, they were on the side of the road. They were in the homes. They were on the porch. They were laughing. Yeah. They were chatting. Hey. They were talking. And so uh, it's incredible. Hats off to you, uh, Doc. You deserve every you. bit of it. Thank you so much for that, um, Pastor Cooper. I appreciate that. I'm, I was humbled by uh, yeah. I was First of all, I was humbled by the fact that, not surprised, just humbled by the fact that, uh, Pastor Cooper took his Saturday morning to come down to be a part of our caravan uh, and putting out the um, more signs and putting out the um, uh, push cards or I should say the door hangers, except we hung them right into the hands of the people. In the hands. Not, mm-hmm. the hands. Yeah, and they loved it. They loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, were running, they were running to our cars to get the, get the door hangers and everything. So we really, really appreciate um we appreciate say Shirley, uh, say yes, Shirley, yes, if we sir. want to get a if I want to get an Airbnb in your uh district is, is it, can I get one somewhere near your house? Somebody give me an Airbnb that for fair, me. Fair, fair, fairly fairly there's there's lots of Airbnbs that are popping up everywhere. As a matter of fact, as soon as I can finish one of one piece of pro- I'm gonna make one of my pieces of property an Airbnb I believe. Yes, people, yeah, people see, like we to gonna, have yeah, that. Yes, because I'm going to be, because you're going to think I live down there once you don't want Yes, well, that sounds great. That's, that sounds outstanding. Because, you know, something, we, we still got, we still have a lot of work. We have still right, have a lot of people work. who are not registered to vote. That's why I want, people yeah. know who Pastor Cooper is now in Tyler, Texas. And so we're going to make sure that, 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 he, that they know all throughout and this summer, we're going to start the summer uh, putting Black Voters Matter, putting on events with Pastor Cooper being here and, and raise some funds for him and get him all put in place. He as well as um, Attorney uh, Johnson out of uh, Houston, Texas, who is going to run uh, for uh, the Texas Democratic Party chair position. Okay. She's already made her announcement. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, that entire family are attorneys. The children all are attorneys. The parents are attorneys, yes. and so um, so she is. She's going to run. So we can put some. We can put because I'm going to tell you what I believe in working uh, coordinated campaigns. I believe in them. Absolutely. We're stronger Absolutely. in number, and so we can bring our candidates in and push them forward. And so I'm looking Please. forward to that, Pastor Cooper. 
Absolutely. Right, right. So thank you for that opportunity, Ms. Brianna. You can carry on. I'm listening and, and tell me what we're talking about yeah. now because we've got a lot to talk about that's going on in this nation. Oh, gosh. But I we've, to, yes. Go ahead. We've covered, I don't know what else we, we've, just been, we've been hopping around from issue to issue talking about Joe um, Biden's presidency first 100 days and what we want to see happen. For the second 100 days, we talked about the Justice Department opening an investigation into the Louisville Metro government and Metro Police Department. We talked about the two components of the George Floyd Act that had passed the Texas Senate. Um, Very good. And what else did we talk about? I think think that's – and we've been talking a lot about policing. I think we were talking about policing when, when we realized that you all were on. Um, and we haven't talked about anything with COVID yet, uh, okay. but I understand yeah. that the FDA is going to next week approve mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the 12 to 15 age range. That's the only piece of news that I have on the COVID front. <laughs> if we want to talk about that. Dr. Hagney, you may, Dr. Mm-hmm. Hagney may have something else he can mention, the fact that we have COVID testing set up because what we want people to realize just because you have that vaccine does not mean that you may not, you may be able to get COVID because the efficacy rate is not 100%, but it's like 94, 96, 95%. And so it's, it's right. much like... Even though you may take the flu shot, you may get a little taste of the flu, sh- the flu, but it'll be a lot easier on you, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's exactly. That is so true. We have to keep uh, the information flowing and also uh, keep the programs going because there is a sort of decline there. But I think there is, what we're doing is keeping that information flow ahead of, in front of people. And also, no, I just uh, test, also doubt for them to, uh, look at uh, North Tenahoy as a testing site. That is that is really a compliment, you know, to bring it into our neighborhood. And that and that just shows what you've been doing, Doc, and leadership, and they've been recognizing what we're doing with the task force and areas. So that is really a compliment that they're actually at North Tenahoy and our church community uh, actually doing the testing. So that's that's a major plus. Yes, sir. Exactly. And then the dates for those that are listening out there, uh, it's going to be on Monday, Wednesday, Friday from 9 until 4 p.m. all throughout the month of May. And then our next site that Dr. Hagney and I are working on will be Texas College uh, to get those students immunized. And then we'll, we'll circle around to Corinth Church. And if we can, it, it's so much easier if we can bring the smaller churches into the larger churches. Corinth exactly. Baptist churches. Exactly. Dr. Hagney's exactly. church, he's got a very large church. And so those small surrounding places out there that he knows very, very well, we can bring them in. And so we can have one big clinic uh, under the auspices of all the small, smaller churches. Right. Um, exactly. exactly. Okay. Any more comments in regards to that? You may want to you may you want to maybe mention the Zoom meeting we had with uh, hey, uh, Bishop hey, Dr. Uh, Houston and on Saturday. Oh yeah, Dr. Hagney. So Dr. Yes, yes, sir. Dr. Hagney, I want yes, you sir. to do a commercial with Donald Trump in it and and and, and say he took it. You need to take it to the <laughs> <laughs> You're too much. You're too much. Well, you're too much. Yes, Dr. Hagney, we're powerful. 
Zoom shared it with, uh, you might mention who uh, Bishop Houston and group. Okay, and well, that, as, yeah. yeah, everybody knows the uh, person who's in charge of this jurisdiction, and, I, and Dr. Hagner, you may know his the number. Uh, the, I know everything is, has numbers. This jurisdiction has a number. And that, ju- But he is a, he's the bishop Two. of the Church of God in Christ, and I think it's the, I don't know if second. it's the 12th jurisdiction. I, I'm not sure. It's but second. they had a Zoom. Second. The second? Okay. Well, they mm-hmm. had a, a big Zoom on Saturday, and we were on that Zoom, and I had the privilege of, of being their, uh, get, their speaker when they're guest speakers. And so we talked about uh, the work that needs to take place uh, here in our our churches and our, among our black communities here in East Texas, and so they're they're 100% in support of joining in with us. We we just have all these various churches reaching out to us now, wanting us to uh, to to help to set up to make sure that they get vaccinated. Uh, uh, there was a little slump there for a minute with people slowing down and getting the vaccines. But now I think that it's picking back up and people recognize and realize the importance of them getting uh, that vaccine because the people who who we're losing every single day actually happens to be people of color, black people in particular that may have whatever compromising illnesses that they have. And so they're reaching out to our Northeast Texas task force and we appreciate the fact that they want to join in. So we're also reaching out to the HBCUs, the Historical Black Colleges. And so uh, our next one, as I mentioned, will be Jarvis Christian College. They reached out to us as well, and Texas College. Right. And so, so we'll pull Jarvis Christian College, in, which is only 20 minutes from, from Tyler, and we'll pull them in and let their students get immunized while we're immunizing uh, Texas College students. But it was outstanding. Uh, candidates for me. I jumped right in, jumped right in Pastor Cooper's vehicle and sat there and and did my and did my sure speech did. and then we got <laughs> because there was a lot of a lot of excitement outside and and so I said okay well let me let me find me a little quiet place and I was able to get in his vehicle his fancy vehicle and uh, did my uh, and did my speech so I I appreciate that. But thank you. Hey, uh, Doc, hey, hey, Doc, did, did a mic offer to sell it to you? <laughs> well, she can I, have it. I, I, I got to buy it. She yeah. said I could have it. <laughs> oh, hey, that's my brother right there. That's my brother right there. I'm glad you mentioned the vehicle you're in because I was looking at it from Houston. Doc. I got wow, that, that was very impressive. That was great. Well, I tell you what, is, is technology not something else? I mean, Doc was in Houston, Texas. I'm sitting at the museum in, in Pastor Cooper's vehicle in Tyler, Texas, and, and they were someplace else uh, putting on the Zoom. And uh, it's beautiful. Uh, and I, and I tell you, let, let's talk a little bit about that. I'm telling you, I believe that with all this technology that, Things are really going to change. People are going to continue to be working at home, those who can. You know, these offices mm-hmm. probably are going to shut some doors and set up some computers and let their people work from home. Mm-hmm. And rather than yes, paying this high rent in these big, massive, uh, high-rise offices where they've yes. done in the past, what are your thoughts? I'd like to hear from you on that. I'm listening. What? <laughs> I, I agree. When you think about the call to the office space and, and, and the bathroom space, 
you know, I think that's the way, I think that's where he's going to move because the right. developers are looking at that and even companies are adjusting to of that. You know, uh, mm-hmm. working from home and cost saving and traveling and everything that's involved with that. So I think it's something really definitely going to be a major uh, vehicle in the future because uh, I just mentioned tomorrow I'm on a National Rural Health Association Health Equity Conference. Right. Actually, is actually that's the group out of uh, North Dakota. But they they basically awarded me uh, a, a scholarship yesterday to attend. Uh, and it's all virtual. And it's a national right. rural health. Wow. And they're really recognizing our task force. And that's what they, uh, they are very interested in. So they awarded me a, uh, uh, the award really cover all the cost of registration tomorrow. So I'm on, it starts at right. uh, 9 until 6 p.m. So I'm on a virtual conference Zoom all, all day tomorrow. So that's the test again. Cool. Conferences and other events are really moving this direction. So I think, uh, well, and that's another thing that's so important. We talk about that broadband uh, that's going mm-hmm. through. I think we need to very, pay close attention where the broadband uh, here in yes, Texas sir. and other places because I know they're designing that right now. So we need to be at the table as it relates to the broadband uh, designs and all over. Very good. Well, well, I'm glad you brought that up because I just came off of my 89th Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, 89th South Central Regional Conference started on Thursday and ended on yesterday with our what we call our Ivy Beyond the Wall. That's our, our sorority sisters who have passed away. We have uh, ecumenical service. And the entire, even while I was in the car, riding around and we were doing what we were doing in our car van on Saturday morning, I was in and out watching it on my phone and enjoying. And let me just tell you, it covered spot. It covered Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, Arkansas, and New Mexico. That's our South Central region. And, and all over these five states were women tuned in. There were 5,000 787 women on that Zoom. Now, tell me how technical that is. I mean, it was absolutely beautiful. You, The only way that you know you were not there is because you you were sitting in your house. They even had, for every event that we had, they had a background that we could put on. On Thursday, we had a background. On Saturday, we had a background. On, excuse me, on Friday, we had a different background for different events and different plenary sessions and breakouts. And so you get, so safe instance, I, I, love, I love obviously uh, the political process. We have something called the Connection Committee. So I was tuned in in that room. Everybody had a different room that they went to depending upon what plenary session that they were going to be looking at. So I was in the uh, political uh, room and so in the back of us we had the state building and we had the people all of the people black people black armed Caucasian armed brown armed all the people it was just amazing wow. what they could put together and then that then the Friday night was the undergraduates from the university from the colleges all across those five states uh, the HBCUs and then not only just the HBCUs but those other campuses that have uh, the Greeks on their, their campuses, like we have University of Texas, we have the Greeks on those campuses. So it was it was just amazing 
what technology can do. And uh, I was so impressed. So impressed. If you use it right, it's here to stay. It's right. not going anywhere. You know, if, well, if that, we have the, the one. Go ahead. Using it, using it right. And, and, you know, we're talking about a stay-at-home working. Uh, one of the things I want to caution is, is the self-care for those that are new to staying at home and working. Uh, they tend to overdo it. Uh, they tend not to take lunch. So especially mothers that, mm-hmm. that have children, mm-hmm. they're trying to balance right. these things. So, And they think that they can also work and take care of their children. But when you're tending to work, you almost need to still have babysitters and have the kids. You need to take care of yourself. You still need to take lunch. Mm-hmm. And so these are the things mm-hmm. that I caution as that to deal with psychology and the mental health and those those areas that I have to take a look at on the spiritual Excellent. side, on, on the physical Excellent. side. So th- that, those are the things I have to bring up when I hear this. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Excellent That's point. good. You're That's very good. That's very good. As a matter of fact, the children probably should still go to the early childhood education school or the uh, child care centers or mm-hmm. however, whatever you did when you, when you were working, going out. You should do the same thing. I agree with you 100%. And, and, and be careful not to spread your work all over your home. Have an area oh designated. Have a designated area. Designated. designated. Exactly yes, yes. Yes. Work. Just designated That's work. Because what happens is that you tend to get depressed when you're dealing with uh, uh, scheduling and, and uh, sure. things that, that are due. And, you know, it just everyday task of work and and so you then for sure don't bring it to your bedroom um, oh, not, you can't do that don't bring it to the kitchen absolutely. don't bring it to the dining room but for sure do not bring it to your bedroom so those are just some precautions that I see uh, that the APA American Psychology Association are dealing with some my own personal study that I try to keep abreast of what's going on on the uh, spiritual side and on the uh, mental illness side so Excellent. Excellent. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Hey, Mike, when yeah. you said that, I heard a collective. Ah, oh, you should have told me that earlier. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> you, you well it's so much that we have to come and talk about. You're right. And so I'm just listening to Dr. McKellar talking now about it. Now you're to wait to not forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but these, these are true. And watch it. Self-care. Matter of fact, as I was studying for my PhD and Dr. McKellar, she told her stories here before. And what we find out is that those of us that are uh, – uh, 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 overachievers and, and do more. Well, mm-hmm. I can't believe that they actually made us have a section on self-care, and they said when you are working on your uh, thesis and, 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 and working on your PhD and these other things, right. you have to force yourself to take time out to eat, not right. study at the same time, get away yeah. from mm-hmm. everybody, meditate mm-hmm. for 15 minutes, and then go back mm-hmm. to your studies and everything you have to do. But yet you still have deadlines. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you, you're really talking to me because I'm telling you, when I was working on my dissertation, uh, Pastor Cooper, I mean, I would go for hours on end and didn't get out of the chair. That was no good. You should get up periodically, write for a yeah. while, and get up and go yeah. and, and take your break. Take those breaks that are most needed. I would work from, as, as the old people would say, sun up to sundown, way into the night. I mean, I can remember many nights I worked till 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning writing Absolutely. and reading and researching. It, it, 
it was no good. I mean, I, I wore myself exactly. down. That's why I say that third time around, I said, oh, oh I don't have any more. I'm done, you know. So, done. But we have to remind each other, and we have to tell others. And like uh, uh, Brother Arthur said, well, wow, you should have told me this before. So that's why I'm bringing it up now when she asked the question. And I was trying to recall it and remember when it was my time to speak. So, so we have to have a clarity. Matter of fact, when you get up and move around and then go, I, I used to take naps. I used to work uh, on all of my papers from, from 9 to 12 o'clock, and then I go to bed from 12 to 3. And I wake up refreshed even with three hours of sleep, and I can knock it out instead of trying to stay up all night to 4 a.m. in the morning. It's better to take that three-hour nap, that power nap, and get going again. Your mind is fresh. What I found out also with those of us that, that, that's that way and kind of push hard is that the issues that we have in our childhood, what's the lady that did the, uh, the poem at the inauguration? Was it a young lady? Uh, yeah. Gordon. Yeah. Gordon. Yeah. Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda, Amanda Gordon. Okay. My favorite. Okay. Go back and listen. There you go. Now go back and listen to her speech again. And notice as she uh, uh, was about 20 minutes or 10 or 15 minutes into the speech, when she started getting tired uh, and mm-hmm. started sweating. And then later on, when you mm-hmm. do the history of her, you find out that she had speech impediments and some issues that are Exactly. When, exactly. When, when we are challenged physically, our, our uh, under, I call them undercover uh, issues pop up and surface. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of us have issues or had issues when it came to enunciations, uh, pronunciations, uh, mm-hmm. okay. uh, uh, cadence and, and speech. And, you know, and, and, and so these are the things that, that creep up on us when we do not have self-care. So that, that's one exactly. of the things I just want to harp sure. upon tonight, sure. self-care, so that those things don't ease up to the surface. Exactly right. Well, see, that, um, that's one of the reasons that – First Lady Jill, Dr. Jill Biden invited her because that's what President Biden had. Remember, as a youngster, yes. he had that speech impediment, yes. and a lot of people yep. don't even realize that that's why he may be a little slow slow to get words across right now. People say, oh, well, he's got dementia, this and that. He didn't have no. dementia. No. Exactly. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, no. He's hey, on Hey, hey Sherry, uh-huh. you know why your co-host? You know why your co-host have a speech impediment? Yeah, well, that's true, uh, my brother. Yeah, that's right. But but you get but you get the you get the message over to us. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> right. it slowing down a bit. What happens though when we, when we are uh, are frustrated, or aggravated, or tired? These things creep right. up in our everyday life. That's and true. So we, we have to take yeah. those times out, the time out, and, right. and so that That's we right. can keep those things un, uh, under uh, wraps, if you would say. Yeah. Exactly. Let me exactly. say something about a uh, speech impediment. At least mine. Now, the, the mine yeah. is a type where uh, uh, you only you only hear mine if I'm comfortable with you. If I'm not comfortable, right. then you'll probably never hear it. You never. I mean, that's the way I am, you know, pretty much. So that's why y'all hear it a lot. Right. Well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Well, okay. Well, I was going to actually send and share something with you guys since we're talking about these things. I'm going to send it to Miss Rihanna, and Miss Rihanna can actually send it to all the rest, and uh, and we'll go from there. We'll get, you, you'll get it in just a few minutes. But um, 
Okay, so uh, so what else is next? What time is it? It's nine nine nineteen. I'm I'm so geared up. I'm I'm giving everything over to you guys. I'm gonna sit in the in the passenger seat and just listen. <laughs> I'm celebrating. Hey, yeah, I told him. <laughs> I told him you were still champagneing. You said, no, I was champagne. You so funny. That's a good one. No, I was at no. So actually, tonight was we have church going on Monday, Wednesday, Friday of this week. Our gospel meeting. So, um, so that's what I was doing. Oh. <laughs> so it's it's all good. So what else is new in the world? I'm I'm sitting back listening. You you got you guys. I'm, remember, I'm in the I'm in the I'm in the passenger seat. Hello, Mike. We also talked night. earlier. Talked earlier night before you got on, uh, Dr. McKellar, was about the uh, mm-hmm. uh, Representative uh, Thompson's bill uh, with the George Floyd Act. Oh, yeah. Two pieces, I oh, think, yeah. Miss Rihanna. Yeah, she brought that up earlier. Uh, she read some of what it was. I think it was uh, see something, say something that was passed. Exactly. You know the way the. Uh, the, the Senate and the uh, House has been passing these bills as they've been breaking it up. Well, we're still getting some of the things that we need, but we need the whole George Floyd Act to pass. We, we don't need to water sure. it down. There were two sure. uh, pieces of legislation that went through today, though. Hmm. Sure. Okay. So I, I just sent something to Miss. I, I, I just sent something to Miss Rihanna that uh, that I wanted to share. I was actually I'm sitting <laughs> okay. on my front. I'm on my sunroom enjoying this beautiful radio show and so I looked up and I saw a picture as we were talking about uh, doctoral and dissertations and the things that we need to do and so I just sat here and, and took a shot of my uh, one of my moments and that was uh, my graduation day of getting my doctorate. Oh, fantastic! Wow. <laughs> yes. So, so I sent uh, I sent my photograph to Miss Rihanna to share with the team. Yes, I'm I'm wow. going to send it on now. Awesome! <laughs> awesome! Awesome! I love it. Yes. So, anywho, uh, let's see. I'm sure that I, you know what I, I I looked at basically not too much. I I was tied up with with how we could. And then maybe I could get some suggestions from from you guys on what we need to do in order to. And we talked about some sensitivity training, but so so to to talk to our people about there's just some things that that even if you think it, you you just keep it. You have to be politically correct. You have to keep things to yourself, and it's just been quite a bit of a fallout from uh, Abbott getting involved in in this uh. event that's going on in East Texas. And so one of the questions that was asked of me is what what can we do to for damage control uh, because we don't want uh, people to be turned away uh, from our party uh, because of that comment being made. And so I, I Wait, talked okay. about no, what exactly sensitivity training. What he he, again? he mm-hmm. called he called the Caucasian gentleman called Tim Scott the black man, uh, the senator, after he said there was no racism in this country. Tim Scott did you you heard the speech and then so yeah. so the Caucasian gentleman called Tim Scott the black man an Oreo, and he did it publicly. 
Okay. Uh, well, well, look. My take on my my take on that is now okay. again. You know, not only he was trying to be a, a woke white folk, right? You know, he was trying to be by saying what kind that. of white folk? What woke, kind? Woke white folk. Woke, oh, woke, 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 woke. Yes. Okay. Woke. Okay. Woke. I got you. He was trying and failing, yes. Uh-huh, yeah, he, he tried <laughs> and he failed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just really, yeah. and he crashed, <laughs> you know. He <laughs> crashed. You know, he was, he, yeah, you know, but he was trying. That's all I can say, <laughs> you know. Uh, <laughs> as far as, like, damage control, I don't see, I mean, like, I mean, he I mean, he need to do his own damage control. It ain't, it, it's, it's no, I mean, look, right. we, we got a lot of, good white people like him that <laughs> want to work with us doing what we want to do, but they be forgetting where they at. Mm, and so, okay. and so if he say stuff like that. You know, he calls himself being being woke, right? Not understanding <laughs> right. that he okay. wasn't standing like that. So, so, so right. like again, you know, I don't think you know, you know, if he if he want to apologize, then I mean, it's up to him. If he wait, don't, wait, it really don't make me a difference. And he didn't. Uh, he didn't apologize, and and I'm not sure why he wouldn't. Because I think he could have maintained his position uh, if he apologized, like other people that make uh, mis misspeak. You know, any mm-hmm. of us can misspeak. And mm-hmm. um, I ain't seen and nobody apologize yet for for mis. I ain't, I ain't seen nobody have to resign for for, for misspeaking. We we're, we're in the misspeaking age. Now, tell me somebody who resigned because they misspoke. None of them, yeah. and that's why I, I couldn't understand uh, how um, the governor got involved in it. I, I didn't. Uh, Be, because he knows some trolling. He he hearing something on the yeah. ground, and he figured he better get him a woke yeah. card before it's too late. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, it, it's <laughs> trolling. It's it's Republican concern trolling. Like you know, yeah, like uh-huh. Tucker, yeah, he's trolling. That's what he doing. Does that sort of thing, you know? How yeah, he's trolling. That's what he doing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And on a separate it's, note, yeah, that white guy needed to not say anything even remotely like that and figure what out uh-huh. what his place is. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, uh, and the idea, and the idea of Abbott pointing out racism. Wow, that's right. really fun, ain't it? Exactly. Someone mentioned he's interested. He might be interested in running for president, is he? Abbott. Oh, oh, Abbott. Lord, I hope not. Oh, uh, Abbott, really? Abbott? Really? Well, the discussion, well, the discussion was, he said, well, since uh, Bush and, and um, uh, came through as governor on towards Washington, you know, uh, that was that. That may be part of his thinking. Rick Perry, I'm sorry, Rick Perry, Bush, Rick Perry, who were former governors, also. So I was just wondering if anybody heard that or. No, yeah, no, 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 Abbott messed up this past winter. Folks still freezing. So folks are folks yeah, just trying to get over that. Remember, I got yeah. I got to do some work on my house still from that. So no, he no, Abbott, no, Abbott ain't that stupid. Hey, he got about twenty some folks running against him in the, in, the, in the primary for the Republicans, I think. Yeah, he had a bunch wow. of people running against him. So, no, nah, he ain't well, no presidential material. Well, but, that's uh, how, that's well you don't have to be material. <laughs> you don't have to be material to run. Tell it. Now. Yeah, he, tell he's it. not governor material. 
saying that anybody. Did we not learn that the last four years? That's right. right. <laughs> yeah, we right. Now, now he is dog catcher material. He dog catcher material. I get yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. Well, wow. what about this uh, school board in Texas? Seventy-five percent white student population, and this newly elected school board ran on an quote anti woke policies. Uh, mm, rejecting, you, you know, yeah, it's basically to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let me see which school okay. board this was. Yeah, that's interesting. Curious. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's just they basically just ran as a bunch of, you know, white supremacists, <laughs> Trump right, and right. anti-maskers, and you know, I mean, because they're all there. It boils down to you know them. Promoting the sixteen uh, or the not the six the, the 15, counter to the six no the counter to it that Trump uh, commission right right yeah mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah I forget <laughs> whatever that stupid thing was called it's it's anti uh, critical yeah, race theory anti sixteen nineteen project and they want right. the, oh yeah they want mm-hmm. positive the positive <clears throat> side quote unquote the positive side of slavery taught in school. Uh, what, uh, it, it, uh, the, what kind of fun? Yes, <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the, you took me the out, of, quote, out of my character, Miss Rihanna. <laughs> I know. I, it's insane. Hey, the, which one of the presidents Which one I'm couldn't tell a lie? Which one? Which one? Oh. Where's George Washington? The, was that? the one that told it was George told Washington. He was lying here. Number one, okay, I can't tell a lie. He was lying. That, that's what and I'm I talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, uh, this was. And I grew up, Eddie, and I grew up trying to figure out how he lived his whole life without lying. So I figured out that was a lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? What school? So you you what, weren't what old enough to realize that that was a lie when it was said, right? Well, I mean, you know, then about look here when they told it to him, and they didn't say it was a lie. You know, they, mm-hmm. I know, I know. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. Well, well, hey, I did. Well, I said, well, where, uh, school, where, did, where did that occur? The school board. Where, what school board oh, that occur? Yes, yeah. let me oh, yeah. see. Um, it was in South Lake, Texas, in twenty eighteen. Oh, South Lake. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's right. We remember that now, Miss Rihanna. Remember uh, those children? That was a big deal. You know know South Lake, of course, obviously. Yes, the white students were caught on video shouting, Mm -hmm. yes. Um, Well, that's in Miss Arthur's territory. um, Yes. Okay. The local school board, Carroll Independent School District, issued a statement in 2019 saying in part, quote, racism is not welcome in Carroll ISD or in Southlake. It's a world problem. We believe it is also a heart problem. And while we care about all students and must educate them, we can also work together to set expectations and consequences for inappropriate behaviors. We join with our city leaders in asking parents to partner with us to enact positive change. And in response, the district implemented a new diversity training plan in a diversity council made up of members of the community and students 
to tackle racial insensitivity. Right. South Lake, Texas is 75% white, a small right. city of just over 30,000 people where the median household income is $230,700 and the average wow. home is worth over 650000 Fast mm-hmm. forward very well, to one of the wealthiest communities in Texas. Yes. Or probably That's in right. America. Yes. That's right. So it says fast forward to two years, two years ago to now. Nine months after officials in the affluent Carroll Independent School District introduced a proposal to combat racial and cultural intolerance in schools, voters delivered a resounding victory Saturday to a slate of school board and city council candidates who opposed the plan. It was an unusually bitter campaign uh, with progressives who argued that curriculum and disciplinary changes were needed to make all children feel safe and welcome against conservatives who, quote, rejected the school diversity plan as an effort to indoctrinate students with a far-left ideology that, according to some, would institutionalize discrimination against white children and no, those with Lord. conservative Christian values. Oh, my Well, remember, gosh. Ms. Brianna, if you can dig a little deeper, um, I, I can't remember if that was the school where the where the kids put their yeah knee on on one of the students' necks. No, not on oh, that. Oh, in the picture, no, that was not that school. There's no, okay. girls out there on video. Remember, right? I posted it a couple. Teacher, I posted it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, this was well, the school mm-hmm. where the white kids were on the bus shouting the N word. Oh, that's it. Uh, that's yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. too. That's yeah, that too. That's it. But they got yeah, one of them right. that was at a party though, doing it too. Well, so they, well, I mean, remember, they, they've had several incidents out there. Yeah. But remember yeah. Haley. Yeah. Remember Haley Switch of uh, the the um, Haley's uh, mom is a black physician. The father, Caucasian from the Slitz family. They live out there. And Haley wrote a book. She was, I, I brought her here as one of my keynote speakers uh, at an event mm. here. And she, uh, she said, told her mom she was not going back to school because one of the students in her class said, and I believe she was probably oh, something yeah. like in maybe the fifth or sixth, remember that, Ms. Rihanna? That, that yeah. the little Caucasian girl said, if slavery still exists, you would be mm. my slave. Mm. Uh, I heard that, yeah. 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 Mm. And so she told her parents she was not going back. She was this young lady's in, and she's in uh, law school at SMU now. She may be, let me see, she may be nine. She finished. She finished high school at 14. She finished college, and then yeah. her name is SM. Yeah, yeah. Her name is Haley. Yeah. Like the Smith's Mall Liquor Beer. Smith's Brewery. Her father came out of California. They moved from California down. Her mother went to went to medical. She better change that name while she's in college. Beer. Well, oh, that's no. not the name. They don't wear that. She doesn't wear that. I don't think she wears that name. I think she wears her mom's. I'm not sure. I can't remember which. Yeah, no, oh, she wears okay. her dad's. Or Haley, that she wears splits. But but let me just say <laughs> that her mother's roots comes from East Texas, Henderson, Texas, <coughs> to be exact. And but her mother's okay. mother, which is her grandmother, 
moved to California early in the year, and so her mother went to uh, went grew up went to school there, went to medical medical school there, and met her father, and they they got married, and then they wanted to come back to Texas or wanted to move to Texas, so they moved to uh, Southlake, Dallas, and so her mother is uh, a hospitalist out there in one of the hospitals, Methodist, one of the hospitals there. And they live in mm-hmm. they live in Suff Lake. So well, anyway, and, they should and, ask okay, me. Okay, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you the rest of the story. So now there's three children, and so now the the 14 year old brother graduated from. I mean, which one of the junior colleges there? Tarrant County Junior College, because so you know that uh, South Lake is right there. And is it is that Tarrant County? Arthur, mm-hmm. I can't remember if mm-hmm. that is Tarrant no, County or not, but well, they're, but they're right the there next to Fort Worth. They're right yeah, there. He's, they're he's right there, up, actually north of. They're north exactly. They're north of Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. And so the young, the her young brother, graduated from Tarrant County Junior College, and now he's in senior college, and then she is in law school. And I think this is like maybe her second year in law school. She's probably nineteen now. Uh-huh. But graduated okay. from college when she was 16. Brilliant. Oh. And Everyone that girl who said that brilliant. to her has probably had three kids by now. Oh, that's nasty <laughs> of me. I'm sorry. I should have oh. said that. That's okay. That's okay. Just, just, just thank your hands a little bit and tell because she told the truth. Mm-hmm. It very be. But, but yeah. <laughs> so those are the kinds of things that happen in in some of these areas, and they're having big issues going on right now. Rihanna, who is this pretty lady picture you just sent me? <laughs> oh, you know who that is. That's my beautiful mother. <laughs> you better be glad. Ada, here, Ada, here, Ada, here. Ada, I tell all these Texas ladies, y'all better be glad I didn't come on to East Texas Cotton Pick. That's all I got to say. You're so funny. My grandfather had plenty of them coming. You could have come. <laughs> it would have been great to learn to, to know my fraternity brother early on in life. Uh, uh, no, yeah. no, I was just a cotton picket in, baby. Mm-hmm. You, oh, okay, picker. I got you. You're so funny. Yeah. <laughs> okay, very good. Wonderful. Well, yeah. So, so back to uh, Senator Tim Scott. Then these children, and right now, our young children are still experiencing these issues that he says does not exist. Well, if they don't exist, uh, Doc, why, why do we have to pass the Crown Act? There you right. go. Yeah, there if, you go. if it doesn't exist. So my son, yeah. uh, when he went to the the most expensive private school here in uh, Beaumont, Texas. And right. uh, thank God at the time he didn't decide to do his dreadlocks then, he really would have had some problems. Uh, oh, my goodness. Besides the ones that, yeah. they, that they didn't teach him at supposedly the best school in, in Texas. You know, he attended the best school mm-hmm. in Texas. And uh, it was just, oh, yeah, it was just opposite. I mean, uh, the, the teaching was not, was not there. When I interviewed the teachers, I found out half of them were not certified. You know, sometimes we give credit to wow. the wrong things. We we think that See? private school is best, but after you do mm-hmm. investigation, you you find out that they they have not met the requirements of the public schools. Uh, they're not even See? qualified to teach in the public schools because if you go to some public schools, you have to be certified to teach. Or you're on your certification. 
Right. And, and we have and to my, my children the experience both. Go right. ahead. Same here. Yes. And mm-hmm. we have to reteach the public. And, and, and I had to be retaught. That's why I got in, involved in education because I think I'm there doing the right thing. You know, couldn't wait to uh, put my kids in private schools that are find out that the, the, the education level was not there. They couldn't keep up with mm-hmm. the, the curriculum, mm-hmm. the AP classes, uh, the access to all the tools was not there. Uh, it, it's just privilege. It is that, and I won't say sure. the other things. Yeah. It just, it's just privilege. Uh, mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. reverse. Yeah, I know where you're going. You I know where you're going. It <laughs> exactly. We know where you're going. It's not what you think it is. That's, that's exactly yeah. uh, correct. And well, speaking of educators, well, can I throw this in? Speaking, this week is um, Teacher Texas, and I don't know if it's just, I think it's just Texas, but Texas Appreciation Week is. Let me check to yes. make sure that it's just it's just it Texas, right? Okay. Okay. So we we want to we want to get a shout out and salute uh, all of our educators uh, all across uh, Texas uh, and everywhere. Miss Rihanna is not in Texas. She's a Texan, but she's not in Texas. But she's an educator, fine educator. So we want thank to. Well, I like to always, thank you for that. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Very good. Anybody else have anything to say about educators? Absolutely. And, and I'm, I'm just double checking to make sure that it's just Texas, right, for this week. I think uh, it is. Okay. They need okay. to give them some money. They need to give them some money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, thank you is good. Well, but... well, yeah. You know, I can relate to the educators. In my my educational background, they really uh, need to be honored. To, uh, you know, I think we, we, mm-hmm. I know we need more males. We need more males in education, also, and yeah. so that that that's 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 important. That's critical, and so yeah, sure. education. There was a discussion about the lost you know, lost class this year with the virtual and all that, and there was a discussion. Right. I think Pastor Terry mentioned this, but you know, back to car, uh, career days and colleges and everything. Yeah, so his days? idea about having a, a career program probably in my, probably in the longest to include the universities, the, the uh, counselors, and all that, because we really need to focus on the, uh, our students, those that are graduating. When you think about yeah. the application of grants and scholarships and graduate school, schools and all that, uh, there is a need to uh, make sure our students are assisted. And this, I think Absolutely. one of the gentlemen from the uh, fraternities, uh, the guys Omega was calling out of, of Louisiana, one of my friends was talking about that, they want to step up and get involved in this whole issue. So we need to look at what's occurring with our, our high school seniors, maybe our juniors, and what's really going on for the system them for its knowledge about scholarships and, and application to colleges and all that. So that's part of what right. Pastor Kerry was talking about. There was a need to have one of those career days again. So what do you all think about that? Hey, Absolutely. Hey, good. You're talking about black men being in, the, being in school. That's, hey, look, that's very important. Uh, 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 because exactly. I, I, I did it full time for about seven years, but three of my students from you know because I did junior high, three of my students from junior high, and I didn't know it. Like I was at I was at homecoming, and uh, you know mm-hmm. they wrote they roll up on me. It was my fraternity brothers. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> 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 yeah, my uh, I have a grand I have a grandson who's graduating from Pitt, um, Pittsburgh today, but he also has been stepping in NYU. 
in uh, in, in graduate school, and his 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 major is going to actually be, uh, which was really interesting, uh, creative writing and secondary education. Awesome. Oh, wow. Just back to that building, man. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Just be in the building. Right, but the problem is my, my son's graduating with a teacher's certificate in Missouri, uh-huh. uh, the, the state. And um, before he could even teach his first class, he was hired into the medical field with more income. And he, he's a, a broke college student, so he mm-hmm. was pulled away from the, the trade. So we still have to yeah. fight for teachers' pay. We, we have to make oh, yeah. sure exactly. that... That is exactly. yeah. So yeah. sure, we need yeah. more males in there, but we have to do the right part to, to invite them there. When you have Exxon yeah. Mobil paying you base pay of eighty thousand dollars a year, there and you start to teach you out at thirty eight and forty five thousand dollars a year, mm-hmm. I, I can't no be brainer, upset my it? son. It, it, it's no brainer. I mean, that's why. Where you go? That's why we got to get. What? So why can't we? Why can't we invite them to this conference we're talking about? You know, I'm like, oh, I'm absolutely. Like, I'm like, uh, you know, a table type person, or so I. Yes. In, in thinking about this, 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 uh, what do we call it? Invite those individuals to the table. Right. Yeah. I mean, bring you know, you know, Exxon got started out of East Texas. I think you, I mean, you know that Exxon mm-hmm. guys. That's right. They, they they started right out of Henderson and right out of you know, right. Uh, That's you right. know so Kilgore so bring area, them from Kilgore area. Not to mention yeah. how they wind up with all, all those oil leases. We don't even talk about that, <laughs> but. Yeah. uh Bring them, bring them to the table. Well, the well, table. go ahead. Well, well, Dr. Hagney, go ahead and talk about those oil leases that belong to the that. black people, <laughs> that belong to the black people. <laughs> we can talk oh, about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, well, the whole, tra- East Texas, that whole area, all that land, that's back to black on, land ownership. You know, we, we are that's talking it. about also, that's called like the food desert. It's very important that black, black maintain ownership of their land. Uh, you know, because what's happening in East Texas uh, with land being sold is not it's going to be totally different. Another five years, the individual moving here from out of state, California, all this sign up for all this land. Yeah. So I, what we need to get the word out, and that that big that big all that money sitting up there, and that, that uh, black farmers, uh, uh, they That's need to it. look at some of that money, how to help blacks maintain ownership of land. That is critical. Uh, throughout the southern states. Yes. So yes, part yes. of that money out of that bill could be uh, focused towards helping uh, black families uh, maintain ownership of land. And that, that would yes. be a major plus. And that also, because are, that's how a lot of that land was lost in East Texas to all these people called uh, blacks didn't understand that all leases. They didn't understand the selling of land and maintaining land. Their property and yeah. all that because they just well they just really didn't know. But then we can we can rectify that by holding on to the land we currently have. We must hold on yeah. to the land we currently have. Whatever, you know, but, so. but we also have coveted but we also have coveted land, coveted properties oh. that's been donated to the African American community. Uh, the leadership the leadership needs to sound like in Tyler, you, you know, like y'all need to find out where the coveted properties are that was that's for black people around there because I'm telling you they're doing the same thing you're talking about. They they mm. shenanigans and uh, building stuff on them, and I'm telling you, and if you catch them, then you need to just go to them and say, you know, you know, create a five one three C, get a group of folks, and, and then y'all go ahead and tell them, hey, look, uh, you know, y'all finna rent it, or y'all finna give it up, y'all finna do something, but we finna get mm-hmm. some funds for our community because your stuff is on our property. 
And so that's right. what we need to be doing with those coveted properties. That's what I'm doing in my hometown down there. And, 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 uh, and there's some losses uh, as well, uh, Mr. Arthur, that is being uh, carried out in the court system here in East Texas. But it's been a fight. Some of these families have been fighting for years to try to get their covenant property back that people just mm-hmm. decide to go and start building take, homes yeah. uh-huh. and yeah, subdivisions take, yeah. on. Yeah, I'm one of those and families. And they belong to black people. Yeah. Mm. Well, tell them to get a. Well, they, 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 tell them to get. Tell them they, they can't do it individually. Tell them to get a. Tell them to create a five one three C, and then approach them from that perspective. You know, not from just individuals. Mm. Who's trying to get who the property back? You have to be careful. Who, 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 who would be the person that? Who would be the person that could that that, that know about that could be could almost walk people through? We need individuals with that knowledge expertise. That's right. Um, and work well, we, with people. We, I know. It. Well, we did it in my hometown, and basically, and basically, and I just told you, basically, the process is this: you go get uh, because the covered property belongs to the community. You just go get okay. get a group of folks in that community. You create okay. a five hundred one three C to show that you you know you know that you operating fairly and da 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 da. So to the black community. Okay. Da, da, da. And then so once you do that and you establish yourself as as, as the five hundred one three C over that property, then okay. you go. And approach whoever it is that they stuff on the property and say, "Hey, look, uh, that's our property. Okay, you know, we're the group that own it. It was left to us. We're black folks, da da da. And so, you know, uh, so what do y'all want to do? Y'all want to pay rent, or how y'all want to do this thing? Now, well, that, down that, in Ennis, we got a hundred right. year. Okay, down in Ennis, we got a hundred year, of, uh, 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 you know, agreement. Well, actually, ninety nine year agreement. Uh, and, and, and we got you know different stuff, but you know, but we're going to get half the monies that come in through that particular property, you know, because it's going to be a community center and so forth. A much I'm, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring Miss Anna knows. I'm going to bring this one family here in Carthage, uh, and I'm, I'm going to tell you a little bit of the story. But we we need to bring her back on. They have been fighting this. And as, as a matter of fact, she one of them is a nurse, and she quit her job to fight against the court system. And she's been in the court system here in Tyler. She's been in the court system uh, in Kilgore. And, and, and what happened was her way back in the days, her grandmother, and this was unheard oh, yeah. of, her grandmother was the mineral married to the cart. There you go. And, 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 yeah. and, oh, married yeah. to the, and was married to the Caucasian, married to a Caucasian mm-hmm. gentleman. He died, but before he died, he will. He wanted to make sure that his wife, who was a black woman, was mm-hmm, going to be well mm-hmm. taken care of. So he gave right. all of his assets and resources and land and everything to her. Well, the mm-hmm. family, the the Caucasian people came later on down the line. They have built a subdivision. They're collecting the oil money from it, and so mm-hmm. uh, it's been a big fight. Yeah, it's it's a lot of And then let me just share with you that I can't remember what uh, movie star that an actor from down here uh, came down to be a part because he's related. That's his ancestors as well, his family land. I can't remember right now. I have to, I'm going to call her and ask her, see if we can bring her, uh, bring them back onto the show and see how, where they are with that oh, yeah. situation now. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was several that's, years ago that, that we that, had them on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. About four years that ago. Would be, that, yeah, mm-hmm. that would exactly. be critical that. That'd be critical because what's happening in East Texas now, as you well know, uh, land is being sold all sorts of ways, and that, that's 
it became very critical to bring that uh, matter back up for other individuals. I know people who have 80 and 90 acres of the land, and they, they're right. facing issues and don't know how what to, what to do with Some want to sell it, another one keep it, and all that. I think it would be perfect timing to bring that example back up, and, 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 and let's talk about that. And then, you know, get some solutions, walk, walk people through, because a lot of people going to need someone to sort of hold their hands, help do that, walk that through, mm-hmm. but they just not they just not totally familiar. Those people who've done it, we just need to come in East Texas and other people to write whatever they need to write. Uh, if you've been successful, let's duplicate it because East Texas will not be the same another five or ten years where the land is being apportioned developed throughout East Texas. Mm-hmm. Remember, you need to understand that broadband is coming. Broadband, the broadband means what it actually means is that you can actually set up. Uh, Dallas and East Texas, if you want to, basically what it means, because the broadband will be everywhere. So that means marketing to be everywhere. That means, you know, so it's, going, so it's kind of like, and, and yeah, so so down there in East Texas, like down around Tyler, you know, I'm sure if you go mm-hmm. look at their planning board, go look at their planning board and see what they got. That, that, that's how you know what to go do. Go look at the planning commission nope. stuff, see what, see what their five-year plan is, see what their 10-year plan is. They already got the plans down. We just need to go look mm-hmm. at them and see what they tell me, you know, and see where it is, and we need to act accordingly. I know ARP been they've been lobbying the government about whether they're drawing those lines now. I know ARP supposed to have someone on that committee looking at that, but we need to be at the table all those planning. How many blacks on those planning yeah. commissions right in Texas? Hmm. And then point. we got to be there. We got to be. You know, we can't accept what any of these groups draw up and say this is what we're doing for the community. Well, you know, whether you own the commission or not, look here, look here. Whether you own the commission or not, you can still go look at those plans. You can still can follow right? the commission. You ain't got public, to be in public, there on, on, on a thing. You can still go do all that. Well, see, they haven't completed. They're drawing those lines. They haven't, they haven't completed them all on those planning commissions. I'm, that's what I've been told because there are groups right. there. So I, you, you probably, I think we need to look and see what, because some of these planning commissions are not aware of what's actually occurring at that top level because there, there are a lot of funds. Uh, so we, we need to look at that and evaluate that and what you're saying, look at that and really look and see where those lines are going. Well, well, look here. They got a five-year plan. They got a ten-year plan. Just go look at their plan for five and ten years, okay. and that'll give you an okay. idea of what they're okay. going to do. Anyway, now, yeah, they can do something different, which they're going to do, but but, right. but they do have a plan. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. And you ain't got yeah, we, 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 we have a Tyler. We have a Tyler first, and so it's a twenty-year plan. But you break. They break it down and say. It, within this period of time, we want to accomplish this. Five years, we want to accomplish this. Exactly. Ten years, and so forth, so on. Yeah. This is what we'd like. Yeah. And, and and let me let me mention this while while we're talking about plans and and we and I brought up Tyler first. Uh, next month, we will be shoveling down Harvey Convention Center here in Tyler, Texas, oh, and yes. we have That's an fantastic. entire Tyler Rose complex. And so I asked the question in city council, well, when will we build that hotel next to that complex? It is going to be amazing. 27, well, with the, the original amount was going to be $29 million, but, but we were able to get, uh, get a bid for $27 million. And so wow. it is, we are going to be able to bring all kinds of conventions, Pastor Cooper, into Tyler, Texas. That's why we have to have yeah. a hotel next to that convention center. It's going to be a beautiful place. And so I'm really excited. And this, no, this If month, we come down month, there, they're going to shut the town down again. If we come down, they're going to shut the town down again. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, 
This is great. Tyler is growing in leaps and bounds. I just wanted to grow more north. That's, that's that. my goal. Exactly. That, and that would, be goal. I, a, that would be significant to have a hotel, as you well know, not that yes, part of that absolutely. south house. Absolutely. If I get stopped, if I get stopped, I'm gonna say I'm coming to see Shirley McKellar. There you go. There you go. They'll call me too. They'll call me. Do you remember But Dr. Hagney, do you remember when in Tyler, Texas, all of the hotels were on the north side of the city. And that the way that you got into Tyler is you had to come sixty nine come straight through North Tyler where the African-Americans live because guess what? This is historical Tyler. Tyler began in North Tyler. Remember when the hotel, every hotel, they worked to change that, but every hotel was in the north side of the city. That's right. And so we want that, we want that growth to to get back. But my, but what I want to see happen before, and I know it's almost time for us to end, but I want to see North Broadway extended oh, all no. the way to Interstate 20, and I want to see all of that area annexed. Oh, that'd all be of that vacant that be, land yeah. out there. Won't that be awesome? And bring those awesome. businesses in here, and they have a straight shot straight off straight of shot. 20. Straight shot. That's right. Well, yeah. and that's my goal. Well, that's great business. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. That that, that would that be would, awesome. Would that be on? That would open. Be that would open up. That would open up North Tower. Wide open, wide open, and wide annex open. that and make it part of the city. Yes, exactly, exactly. A lot of vacant land out there. A lot of what, black what folks on land. What, you see, you see, you were elected for a purpose, Doc. I wanted to go ahead and say it. <laughs> right. I'm, well, right. I'm going to go ahead and say it because it takes take leadership. You know, you can we we yes, have sir. a lot of people in a lot of positions all over this country. Yes, sir. They're just there. I'm going to challenge her. We, we, I'm going to take a page Martha. Page Martha and challenge her, uh, and maybe I can work with her on this. Uh, being the governor of Texas, you know, they're talking about the uh, super train from from Houston to Dallas to Austin to San Antonio. There you I'll go. See there you go. From Tyler, uh, Texas to Dallas. To oh, yeah. I've been screaming that. I've been screaming that. Even when, yes. when that mega bus, I said, why don't yes. we just overlook, We could, we. why don't we have the mega bus coming out? You don't hear much about it anymore, the mega bus anymore. I guess people still drive, riding it. But I said, I mean, we're the hub of East Texas. Why would, we, have a million, we have a million <clears throat> People in District Senate District One, all mm-hmm. throughout these counties here in East Texas. We have a lot I of keep telling them. We cannot overlook. I'm sorry, say again. Well, that's that's going to be on the amended table. That's going to be on the oh, menu yeah. at the amended table. Yes, me yes, and Sherman have that forever. We well, have. I hear you. Yes, I, I have. see it. Yes, I, and mm-hmm. this, I have I have new connections in Louisiana. I see that our brothers and sisters that's next door. And they have issues with education, and so they've already listened to me on some things and programs. So uh, we, we need a partnership with everyone, our bordering neighbors. When it comes to That's Mexico, it. we need to have a conversation it. with the president to That's deal it. with the uh, mm-hmm. border crisis and go down south in uh, mm-hmm. uh, South America and oh, yeah. then come back up yeah. here with our brothers in Shreveport. And, and we, yeah. we have to get bigger. Uh, to whom much is given, much is required. So we have to That's use exactly. all the tools at our hands. Wow. Well, well, Kevin, people, I, you, people will tell you all the time, I, I say this all the time, 
our ancestors did more with less, and we do less yes. with a lot more money. We have exactly. a lot more money, Absolutely. and we do a lot less. And so, and, and no, we, need, we need pub, public-private partnerships working with us on all of these issues as well. Those those five hundred one C's that C three yes, that uh, that uh, Mr. Arthur was talking about. We need everybody right. working together as a team. Team to make that happen. Well, you know, you know to make it happen. Politics in the state of Texas. You know, Texas is so large. Yeah. Could you imagine uh, that I, I made a stop from Beaumont to Tyler, and then Dallas, and then back to uh, uh, Austin and Houston, and come back down? Uh, and uh, how yes. much work I can get done if I'm if I'm not driving, and but yet yeah, I have exactly transportation correct. to get me back and that's forth. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Yeah. There you that's go. That's right. Jump on some yeah. of those that's trains right. that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can't. Just, know, we, it, it, we cannot just focus on Dallas to up to up to right. Texarkana, jumping over into Arkansas. Right. We gotta we gotta utilize yeah. this this uh, trans down I twenty because you got more yeah. large you got more cities more larger cities down I-20 than you do down I-30 uh, uh, I coming out of Dallas. That's right. Texas. That's true. Terrell, Texas. That's true. Terrell, Texas is where Jamie Foxx is from. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Terrell, Texas you know, is the beginning of East Texas is Terrell, Texas. That's the, right. Look, look, look <laughs> just look. If, I don't know if you guys know this really quick, but I just want to throw this in. When, when at Texas Women's University, North Texas area, there's a little small town out there. I can't think of the name of it right now. It's just it's just north of uh, Denton, right? So Bucky's reached out to them and say we'd like to put the Bucky's, uh, Bucky's in your town, right on right on 35, whatever the name is. It starts with a B. I can't think of it right now. Burleson. They said no, no, no. It's no, it's not Burleson. It's, it's just a little bitty. Burleson's a good size town. It's just a little bitty, small place. Just I mean, it probably they had maybe less than. They probably had five, six hundred people. Now, I mean, it's just oh very goodness. small, very small. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they said, no, we like our bedroom community. So they carried it. My, my sorority sister, who was the mayor of Carroll, Texas, Miss Frances Anderson. Wow. And she was the only female that's ever been, and a black female, only female that's ever been a mayor of Carroll, Texas. So they brought Bucky's. They say, okay, we'll take it. To, we'll check with Terrell, Texas. Terrell accepted it. Look at Terrell now. Look, just look oh, at look it. at Terrell. Yeah. Just look yep. at it. And so, yeah. and so that's the beginning. Terrell, Texas is the beginning of East Texas. So yeah. when I reached out to Bucky's, they said, oh, we already have a Bucky's in, in, in East Texas. I said, no, you don't. Where? And they said, oh, Terrell, Texas. I said, okay, yeah, that's, that's, north, to me, that's north Texas to me. That's but, north yeah, Texas. I mean, that's yeah. what a yeah. phone. Yeah. And, and they have a Chick-fil-A. But it's Northeast Texas. Say again? Chick-fil-A. They Chick-fil-A. They have a Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A also. Okay. Then, then they, okay, so then we reached out to Chick-fil-A, and they said, oh, okay, we got one in North Tyler. And I said, where? And they said, oh, right there at I-20. I said, okay, yeah, that's Lindale, too, even though it's on the it's on the Tyler side. It's on the Tyler, mm-hmm. Texas side because West, mm-hmm. excuse me, because North, no, strike that, South of I-20 mm-hmm. begins Tyler, Texas, and then north right. of I-20 is, of course, Lindale. So it's just mm-hmm. right there where people can jump right off and get that Chick-fil-A and jump right back on. People love I Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. they want one in the heart. I say, okay, I don't love give me Chick-fil-A. a little in the heart. Well, I know it. Well, I, I, I know. I've been saying for years that telling people the future of Texas is East Texas. That's and what it. you're there saying you is, it's so, it's so true. You look at all the there resources, and there are people who are moving to East Texas who love the train idea. 
that idea. Hey, that I don't you know what the future of this look. program is, but it's ten oh three. Okay, I was about to say, we got to get up out of here. Ms. Brianna, don't cut us off. Listen, guys, this has been great. Thank you for for kicking off the show. We appreciate you every single time. Ms. Brianna, if you want to play our music, our theme song, and and we'll, we'll get ready to leave out of here. And just remember, if you need a COVID test, you can get it at North Tennessee Street Church of Christ, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, all throughout the month of May. Thank you. You guys have a great Thank afternoon, you. great evening. Good night. Good night. We'll talk to you later. Good night now. Good night. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won, we will be sure. the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, his spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. glory, glory, oh. Every man, woman, and child Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero Facing the league of justice, his power was the people Enemy is lethal, a king became regal Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego The biggest weapon it's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day when the 
Good night.